Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, hopefully you can hear me. Um, it's kind of raining and pouring down here over in Puerto Rico. This is where I'm doing the show. Um, yes, Puerto Rico, um, the place where they did Agents of Shield. Remember a couple of episodes ago, they filmed over here, uh, which is just kind of a uh, uh, kind of a tease for Captain America because they're going to be filming down here in San Juan in April and May, believe it or not. Okay, and we all know the Fast Five, that big uh, showdown on the highway. Uh, was done in Puerto Rico. That's the big long uh, highway that goes over to the San Juan Airport. Okay, um, I'm gonna be more t- talking more about that in a future show, believe it or not. Okay, that's a little hint. Don't forget a uh, um, website, VitalLandFest.com. Also, uh, a blog. Okay, the daily blog. I just posted that today, um, and I put a couple links up there you might be interested in. Uh, in case if you go to our website. Is the the first major link on top, and if not, uh, just type in Google Reading Express, and the blog is the first or second link right on top of it. If you can't find it, well, <clears throat> let me just uh, actually point this in the right direction, or just put readingexpress.blogspot.com. Okay. Um, so once the show is done, it will be posted. Okay, and on this on that uh, particular blog today, um, they put the Oscar predictions by Variety magazine. Uh, we all heard about uh, the big announcement about Alien. They're finally going to remake that. Actually, we don't know if they're going to be a remake, a reboot, a recycle, but uh, Neil Blancpark, who did Dixon 9, he, uh, he's going to do the film. I think that's great news. Again, right after uh, the blog page is going to be corresponding to the radio show. And I'll be talking all about the news. So just kind of just giving you a hint. Also on the blog today is uh, there's a clip with uh, Jimmy Fallon tonight's show, the pros and cons of the Oscars. That's what a good inside joke is like. Uh, the Oscars is all the films that nobody went to see. Okay. Um, and uh, there's a little trivia poster. So somebody made all these uh, cool graphic posters, and you have to guess what the movie is. It, there's no titles on anything in the poster. I think a nice little trivia. Kill some time. And this is very important. Um, the one year that film historians look at Oscars is 1939, and I'm going to be referencing that tonight. So real quick, uh, <clears throat> what I'm going to do is uh, Oscar predictions real quick, get out of the way. I think uh, everybody knows who's going to win. Uh, I'm going to be talking about 1939 and some of the worst pictures, which I mentioned, like trash. I think the number one picture that everybody uh, picks that is the worst to win the Oscar for best picture. Trash has got to be like number one. And a lot of everybody's book. If you go to all the blogs and all the Variety Hollywood Reporter, and everybody said the same thing. Crash is like the number one pick. I'll be going over that. And some films, that sh- um, you know, for example, Driving Miss Daisy, that film should have won. Actually, it was Jessica Tandy and Morgan Freeman, the actors that should have won and did not win. Morgan Freeman did not win for Best Oscar, for Best Actor. He should have won, but the picture won instead which made no sense. That was an acting picture, which means Jessica Tandy 
and Morgan Freeman basically carried the picture. The picture was okay, but it was two big stars giving it all. They should have won. No, the picture won instead. That's Academy Award getting it backwards. Beautiful Mind. That was a Russell Crowe picture. Okay? But Beautiful Mind won the picture and not Russell Crowe. That, that's got to be the big upset of all time. Russell Crowe took that picture. I can't understand why oh, the picture won, uh, for, you know, for Best Picture for that year. Uh, mainly because, because it was based on the book, and half the book was even used. The whole thing, he's imagining, he's a spy with Ed Harris. We're going to, you know, you're working for us. You can't escape us. And that wasn't even a book. It was all made up for the picture. Really screwy. Okay, and of course, I, I think the other picture, everybody picks is Saving Private Wine that should have won and Shakespeare in Love won instead. That's, uh, that was a big rumor that a certain actress uh, performance was so horrible, they had to fix it up in editing. Well, that's a rumor. It might have been Shakespeare in Love with Glennis Pratchett. But that's Hollywood hearsay. That's gossip. That's legend. But supposedly, in Academy Awards, there was an act- actress performance who shouldn't even get nominated. And, and the editor never actually mentioned the actress' name. But he said, I had to put a performance together out of scrap uh, and try to make a performance out of it and somehow... That actress got nominated and won. So, I'm just putting it out there. Could it have been Shakespeare Love? Who knows? But it is true that a certain actress performance was put together through editing. And when, you know, won the Academy Award, duh. Anyway, so, come and start, everybody. That's the thing in uh, Puerto Rico, yeah? okay? Want to say hello to a certain muñeca? Hola. Anyway, and uh, the other announcement is... I'm gonna have um, I'm gonna pick some of these films, okay, and uh, I'm gonna have a, a guest star, and he's from Celluloid Club, if I'm saying that right. David Skolnick, yes, he's been doing the Academy Awards uh, with me uh, for the past couple of years, and as by Mark and a lot of other people, and this is kind of scary because a lot of us have not seen all the movies. I think I'm the only one. The only one. Uh, the only reason I'm saying that because I'm doing I'm celebrating 25 years on the air. Uh, we're going back this summer to our, our studios, um, Manhattan Neighborhood Network in New York City. We're going to go back live. You can actually see us. Um, you go to our website. We have a clip from one of the old shows from last year. So you're going to see who me and Mark are. Okay. And uh, that's playing right now. And we're going to go back live. We're going to be selling in 25 years. And uh, on that show, we're going to be uh, going over the um, all the new movies, you know, Jurassic World and... We're going to be talking about Star Wars, number seven, episode seven, and stuff like that. But because it's only been 25 years, I made it my business to see all the films. And this has got to be one of the worst years ever. Now, the reason I'm saying this, and this show is kind of going to be a preview of a, the next show I'm going to be doing. Um, uh, well, mm, not, the, not the next next show, the show afterwards about the whole state of Hollywood. I'm going to put up a couple uh, articles on the blog site and stating why Hollywood is just in the conundrum. They're a worried. Uh, Spider-Man was a great example. Uh, Sony was so worried they uh, had to go to Marvel and said, and Marvel said, listen guys, you screwed up. We're going to take care of it. Now, I mentioned that a lot of times that Walt Disney was going to get a hold of uh, Spider-Man. I've been saying that for two years and they proved me right. So I'm going to be talking about that, the state of Hollywood, why everything is going to TV. Okay? So, and... Just kind of a preview to it because all these films nobody went to see. Even David said, you know, he usually does a show with me celebrating the Oscars. He said, can we do it like afterwards because I haven't I only seen a couple. 
and I'm the only one because, I, like I said, made my business. And let me tell you, I'm not gonna go through this again. You're gonna, this is gonna be the last final Oscar show. Next year, I'm gonna say, okay, I picked this, this, and that is it. <laughs> I picked Imitation Game to win all the uh, nominations. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, I think, it was a better performer than Eddie Redman. Um, yes, I'm gonna. Me- me- that's right, Eddie. I'm gonna mention Jupiter as descending, ascending, whatever. Uh, it's a fun sci-fi flick for your Star Wars fans, but whew, wow, he was bad at that. Um, but he's gonna win for theory of everything. I think Benedict coming back, but he said colored people. Boy, talk about throwing your nomination right out the friggin' window. That wasn't too smart, and I was rooting for him. Me concern is, uh, Asian Game should have won. Should win everything. It won't. The showdown, Birdman, Boyhood, nobody cares. As a matter of fact, Boyhood got released on DVD, Blu-ray. It's not selling all that good like this should. They're hoping that if it wins Best Picture, it probably win for Director, and the Best Picture will be for Birdman, whatever. The ratings are low for me, believe it or not. But I have to, you know, I have to go through this. So David Skolnick is going to come on the show, and he's going to do a post-show with me. The next show will be the po- uh, the post-Oscars. He's going to uh, say what is his favorite uh, pictures that should have won Oscar. Some pictures that he dis- he thinks deserve the Oscar. So I'm going to start mentioning that in the show. And David, in the next episode, he's going to pick up on it. So I'd like to thank David for that, uh, joining me uh, on the next episode. And then the next episode about that, the Hollywood showdown, the whole Spider-Man thing. You know, I'd like to thank Walt Disney very much for proving me right. I said it, the House of Mouse always wins. And I said, everybody said, Frank, it's never going to happen. Avia Rye said, no way. Nobody's going to have my Spider-Man. I'm in control. He has a big bad roof. I'm going to huff and poof, and I'm going to blow your house. Oh, shut up. <sighs> let me tell you. Money talks. I walked in Wall Street in 20 years, and let me tell you the final showdown. Okay? What happens is the stockbrokers have the final word. And when they find out that Spider-Man costs almost $500 million to make, it only made 700 what happened to the $200 million? Oh, you're going to invest that again into the next Spider-Man, but there's no profit? Well, the stockbrokers spoke, and Spider-Man went over to Marvel. Simple as that. Okay, I will talk more about filmmaking business 101. People are asking me, what happened to your follow-up on the blacklist? Yes, I was in the blacklist. That's right, with Ultron. I hanged out with Ultron on Coney Island Beach. That episode, uh, I think that was the second episode uh, that premiered for this uh, second season of Blacklist. I'm going to do a follow-up on that. I'm talking about uh, working as an uh, extra. A lot of people ask me, uh, I live in New York City. I want to be on Gotham. Well, there's a way to do that. You have to listen to my future shows. That's right. And I, and I think I will tell you how you can be a background actor and if you live in New York City. And uh, you can maybe join Gotham. Um, because I plan to. Hey, um, if you look in another state, I will show you all that. Okay? That will be on my blog in conjunction with the radio show. That's how that's going to work out. Okay? Enough yapping. Let's get to Oscar predictions. We all know that Eddie Redman is going to win for Best Actor. Julianne Moore, guaranteed for Best Actress. Uh, supporting actor, J.K. Simmons, who's going to be doing King Kong, along with Michael Keaton and Loki, Tom Huddleston. Yes, Skull Allen. Um, supporting actress, Patricia Arquette. All guaranteed. Writing, I pick Whiplash and the theory of everything. Uh, let's see. I'm looking at, uh, get to the article. Rarity, uh, pick, uh, what they pick? 
Oh, I didn't write that down. Yeah, I think they picked Birdman or Budapest Hotel for best screenplay, but I'm, I'm picking Whiplash. Anyway, and what's the other one? Soundtrack, Budapest Hotel. Now, I haven't talked about soundtracks. Okay, the only thing I really mentioned was Tension Dream, uh, Edgar Force. He passed away. He did the music for um, uh, Sorcerer Thief, Legend with Tom Cruise. Okay, um, and I never really talked about soundtracks. I listened to all the soundtracks, and I picked Budapest Hotel. Really great thing. This guy is, uh, I think he's a Greek writer. Uh, we'll get more into that, and then, and then not the next episode, the episode after that. I'll, I'll squeeze that in. Uh, of course, it's on summer. Uh, pretty much that's it. Now, here's one, two things. Editing. Birdman did not get nominated. It should have won. Birdman should win if not nominated. Second one, I'll pick Whiplash. Everybody's picking all these other films. I'm, screw that. Uh, I felt concerned that ending deserves the Academy Award for the final showdown. Full metal drama, everybody's calling it. To me, it was a rocky moment. Um, that, that, that drumming and J.K. in the close of J.K.'s in his eyes, like, come on, buddy, do it. You got the corners? You got the corners? Um, that's that's a great final moment. You have seen Whiplash. You're missing. You've seen Little Pistol Tail? You've seen Birdman? You, you've seen what? Why? Whiplash is the film to see. If it wasn't a fermentation film, I would give it to Whiplash. But I'm not pushing it down on everybody because it is a little bit, yeah, I'm a musician, so that's why I relate to the film. So, I know. It's, it's really not fair to everybody else. But, it's more of a character film than actually music. For me, as a musician, of course, I'm going to love it. Duh. So I know it's not fair, but that's why I pick Imitation Game. Also, because I'm a huge World War II buff. Remember, I did pick Unbroken over American Sniper as the better war film. Mainly because Unbroken is World War II, and there's a great scene with, uh, I believe it's B-17, B-52. Oops. Um, I forget, but I love those big, giant birds. Anyway. Also, this kind of get to know me episode, okay? You get to know more, more of me as the movies that I mentioned. Animated film is going to go to Teleprince's Cayuga. Uh, Another conundrum. Conundrum was that uh, everything is awesome. Got nominated for best song, but not for best animation. Um, Teleprince's Cayuga should win. It's an all star of drawing, kind of like pastel, kind of colors and stuff like that. Uh, they got probably going to give it to How to Train Your Dragon. It looks great. The movie sucked, I think. The storyline was bad, but it, it did have that big, cool, wicked white dragon. But maybe they might go for Teleprince to Koyogi. They might sell out and go. Um, uh, How to Train Your Dragon. Now, the big conundrum Foxcatcher was not nominated. Eight out of nine pictures got, got nominated. Usually they, they've been having nine. This time they did eight, which is kind of conundrum because some are got nominated for this picture, but not for directing, acting, nothing. Fast Catch got all these nominations for directing, writing, uh, um, um, act, actors and everything, but they didn't get nominated. So they kind of screwy, okay? So they screw up with the animation. Uh, they screw up uh, with editing for Birdman, and, and they... Uh, and the animation in the script for uh, the best picture. You you nominate Foxcatcher, right? For all these awards, but you nominated for film. They had that was room there, but there's a lot of other films that should get nominated. We're going to leave that for the next episode, okay? Because David's going to help me on that. Now back to all the pictures. Nine, ten best pictures, okay? 1939. I'm just going to go right down this list. Let me go to my list here, okay? 
All these pictures deserve the nomination. Gone with the Wind, Wizard of Oz, Stagecoach of Mice and Men, Mrs. Smith Goes to Washington, Doc Victory, Love Affair, Weathering Heights, Kate Bush. Any Kate Bush fans out there? She did a song on that. Goodbye, Mr. Chips. And the culture. I think that was the 10th one. That's the one that shouldn't have not been nominated. And maybe Love Affair maybe shouldn't have not been nominated. What should have taken this place? Oh, look at this list. These are the films the same year. The same freaking year. And these were not nominated. And you have Wings, The Lady Banishes, Hush Bank of Notre Dame, Young Mr. Lincoln, Gunga Din, considered one of the all-time classics, was not nominated for Best Picture. Are you nuts? Okay. So there's solid 10 and there's another 5. Maybe Love Affair. Maybe Nikoshka. Then there was 5 other films that take its place. This year, and I said it just before, I'm going to stick to my guns. Most of these films do not deserve the Best Picture nomination. You compare the 1939, you compare to this year. Look, none of these pictures are crossed over. American Sniper didn't even get need to get nominated. That picture is gonna is crossing the three hundred already crossed the three hundred million mark. It's the third big, uh, biggest picture of twenty fourteen. They still consider twenty fourteen because it got officially released about Christmas time on the East Coast and the West Coast. And special select theaters. Then it was open nationwide in January, and it's only about twenty five million away from taking the number one spot. And don't be surprised. If it does take uh, the surprise, because right now everybody's calling either Birdman or Boyhood. I forget to mention that real quick. I think Best Picture will probably be Birdman, and Director will go to Richard Linklater. Everybody's saying that Birdman's going to take everything. Nah, Birdman will probably take Best Picture. And for Boyhood, for Best Director for Richard Linklater. Boyhood doesn't even deserve to be nominated. I am sorry. I'm sticking to my guns. Everybody, oh, how can you say that? I, I, I said the same thing about the, what, the Black Swan, whatever. That picture got nominated. Should not get any nominations whatsoever. It was not a big deal. Have you seen the movie lately? It sucks. Come on. Same thing Social Network. It was okay picture. Best picture? Come on. Huh? Okay. So, the second half of the show. Here we go. The worst pictures. Okay, let me. Well, I got two lists here. I don't want to get myself confused. Let's, um, okay, I'm looking at two different lists. I forgot to. Oh, well. I mentioned a couple of them already. Beautiful Mind, Driving Miss Daisy. I said they got the picture and the actors confused. It should have been the other way around. Let's go to a couple of films. Um, okay, let me pick. Let me do it this way. Okay, I'm going to do another certain way, but it will be too confusing. Not confusing for me because I write this crap, but for your listeners, let me make it simple. In no particular order, okay, one, number one, number two, number three, yeah. Uh, crash, everybody picks that as the worst picture. Yes, I agree. Brokeback Mountain should have won, but people, uh, they were scared of the topic. No big deal. Not nowadays. In 50 years, people are going to laugh at this. They say, what, crash, that piece of garbage? Yeah. English Patient. Oh, yeah, English Patient. Uh, what a boring, long, cynical movie. Depressing. And a chick dies at the end. Ooh, spoiler alert. Oh, you haven't seen it. <gasps> Burn me at the stake. I'm saving you three hours of your life, you miserable people. You're going to waste your hours of three life. You're going you're gonna to yell at me? Okay. English Patient. One of the worst to get nominated. And win. Slumdog Millionaire. <gasps> How could you, Frank? That's right. I ain't saying it. I'm a New Yorker. I ain't scared of nothing. 
So the tax man shows up at my door. But that's a different story. Slumdog Millionaire, overrated. Should never have won out of Africa. Sidney Pollack, excellent director. Okay? Um, he did Tuesday with Dustin Hoffman. Great comedy. Great picture. It's up there. Ron Williams, Miss um, Fire. Okay? Sidney Pollack, great dramatic actor. He could do comedy. Um, Hell Hydra, Robert Redford. Okay? Mel Streep, all-time... Uh, actress who proved not once but twice she can sing. She said, Mamma Mia, here we go again. And Into the Woods, a soundtrack that nobody can sing. Okay, Stephen Son, I'm sorry. As a composer, I can say overrated. Okay, Out of Africa, altogether boring. It's like looking at a postcard for two hours, okay? Uh, Around the World in 80 Days. I said this before. It went up against Tankman's The King and I, Giant. Are you kidding? Three classics. And they gave it to around the world. Uh, Shakespeare in Love. Uh, we all know Seven Private One should have won. Um, and the other one was The Greatest Show on Earth. Uh, other pictures that people pick. Oliver. Uh, Green was my valley. Uh, Chicago. Dancing with Wolves. Okay, Dancing with Wolves I still pick. But over Goodfellas? Hmm, that was a tough year. Uh... Into the Wizards up there with Chicago. Um, ooh, what's my reference? I had a reference here. I've got an arrow pointing to Chicago. Chicago, Chicago, Chicago. Oh, those are some of the nominations. Okay, the worst pictures. Two of my favorite all-time classics. And this has my little arrow pointing why I'm at Chicago. Uh, back in 1972, one of my favorite all-time pictures of all time. You get to know me. The Godfather. Forget about it. And don't forget the cannolis. Uh, their godfather and fancy for couple of votes. He got his Academy Award for Best Director for Godfather Two. Well deserved. Everybody says that's the better picture. I still prefer the Godfather One. Fancy for couple should have won. Bob Fosse won for Best Director for Cabaret. Uh and I won for Best Picture. Okay? Overrated. Cabaret is way overrated. Bob Fosse, of course, he was a famous uh Broadway dancer teacher. He did the, a lot of musicals. Uh, yes, he is the one that Michael Jackson stole from. <gasps> Burn him at the stake. Blasphemy. He's a witch. That's right. I said it. Uh, there's a lot of videos. Type up Bob Fosse, and you'll see all the moves that Michael Jackson stole from. Going backwards, the moonwalk, the hat, all the, the little, uh, as a matter of fact, the, the thriller dance. That's all Bob Fosse. That's right. I said it. Okay, bring glass of gasoline. What can I tell you? Um, okay, uh, the other one I would say one of my favorite old times. Now, they did say Citizen Kane lost, but Hot Green was my valley one. I consider Citizen Kane the next movie, but it's more of a technical movie. Uh, you want a second opinion? Ask Steven Spielberg. Anytime Steven Spielberg gets stuck in a movie, he always goes to Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane has the famous uh, Rosebud. That's a sleigh. Everybody thought, what is Rosebud? And uh, the character in the movie goes to his grave. He's not talking about Rosebud. And Rosebud didn't have to refer to his childhood. And Rosebud was the name of his sleigh. You know, the, the little, not, was it sleigh? It was a little, little wagon, toy wagon that he had. He used to call it Rosebud. That was the nickname. Um, of course, in real life, that was a nickname for his girlfriend. <laughs> we won't go into there. Because it's a red PG show, but your horny home dogs out there. Picture of Rosebud, and you get an idea why he mean, named his girlfriend 
Rosebud. But anyway, Rosebud was the actual the actual prop of the little toy wagon. Steven Spielberg brought it for five hundred thousand dollars. The end of Indiana Jones when they look into the warehouse and the camera pulls back and you see how big the warehouse is and they put the crate and said, "Don't worry, we'll leave it the crate and put it in the corner." Yeah, so you're gonna find that crate. Uh, the actual arc in the crate in a whole warehouse full of crates. That shot is specifically stolen from Citizen Kane. Steven Spielberg lawyers, you can feel free to sue me. Anyway, anytime Steven Spielberg gets stuck in a movie, you will find a trace of Citizen Kane. That's your homework assignment, boys and girls. Go ahead, find it. Look at every Steven Spielberg film. There's always a reference of some kind, either technique, filming, editing, uh, cinematography. There's always a reference to Citizen Kane. You don't say it, I'm calling it out now. And, of course, my favorite old time, one of my favorite old time, I say Casablanca, black and white picture. That's the picture. It's funny because it won for screenplay. And Humphrey Bogart was adding a lot of the lines at the final end of the movie. Humphrey Bogart was saving the picture. Now, that's a smart actor. Uh, what's another film? Uh, MASH. Suicide is painless. You probably, uh, probably know Mash on TV Land. Mash with Alan Alda. Alan Alda lately has been playing the bad guy. Tower Heights with uh, Eddie Murphy, who was on 40, uh, you know, the 40th anniversary Saturday Night Live. Uh, Tower Heights with Ben Stiller. Yeah, Alan Alda was the bad guy with the car. Alan Alda was the bad guy on the blacklist. Alan Alda was a comedian uh, who did Mash. Uh, a TV show that lasted for 11 years. Look at the IMDb, folks. I'm doing a lot of titles. IMDb, come on, come on, punch that up. Look these titles up. Don't be lazy. And uh, Mash, he played Hawkeye Pierce. Well, that was based on the movie with Donald Sutherland. That's right, Donald Sutherland from um, uh, that that uh, what Jennifer Lawrence. Um, the moment picture. Right. Um, you know, I, boy, talk about too many overdrive folks, okay? Uh, and the other movie, uh, I'm forgetting now. What's the other movie? Uh, anyway, Donald Sutherland, he was also with Clint Eastwood, and a great movie called Kelly's Heroes. Okay. Oh yeah, the the games, yeah, um, um, Mockingbird, whatever. Okay, um, and then uh, Donald Sutherland and the other one, Ilya Gould, part of the High Mile Club, Five Mile Club, and Saturday Night Live. Anyway, the original movie Mash went for best screenplay, and that film was completely adlibbed by the actors. They took, they took the script right out the window. Uh, Robert Oldman, the director, had a reputation of doing um, a lot of uh, improvised uh, direction. He told the actors, improvise, give me another line, give me another line, and the actors were giving lines. And the, the screenwriter himself said, I didn't recognize my own picture. And that picture got the award for best screenplay of the year. So these things do happen. So Casablanca is one of my favorites because Humphrey Bogart, especially in the second half, they, they were near the end of the film. They didn't have the lines, and Humphrey Bogart was improvising. Yes, Louis, I think this is the start of a beautiful friendship. As a matter of fact, I forgot to mention this. J.K. Simmons was at Saturday Night Live with one of Saturday Night Live on, on Casablanca, which I thought was hysterical. And J.K. Simmons was on the money in that skit. If you get a chance, see Saturday Night Live repeat with J.K. Simmons doing uh, an outtake on Casablanca. Hysterical. Okay, I got so much more to mention. Well, those are like the worst pictures I mentioned in 1939. What else on my list? 
I got a girl, the English girl, and Black Book Ready says I got 90 seconds left. Okay, uh, best musical. I just put down uh, Chicago Overrated and uh, Cabaret. What is the best musical, Frank, besides King and I? Uh, West Side Story. I met a girl named Maria. Actually, I met a girl named Monica, but that's another story. Best comedy. Okay, well, I got to get everybody pick some. Uh, Woody Allen, yes, a New Yorker, fellow Woody Allen, New Yorker, yes, but Mel Brooks, Young Frankenstein, Blazing Saddles, and of course Spaceballs, yes, and he was thinking of putting Spaceballs number two. Um, Young Frankenstein, a classic black and white movie comedy, and of course Blazing Saddles, as one says, McFarlane really screwed up when he tried to do his own version of, of a comedy western. Okay, everybody, last 30 seconds. Go to website, videolangspress.com to get that link, or videolangspress.blogspot.com, and I'm going to be posting the show in uh, about five minutes, and it will be up by 8 o'clock tonight. Everybody enjoy the Oscars, and um, I'll be talking to you guys next week, probably Monday or Tuesday, for the for you know, the post-Oscar show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in, and that is a wrap. All right, all right, all right.